Welcome to Bite Sized SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to, where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich, I'm your host. Today is Monday, November 29th, 2021, episode 17. Coming up, fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story one. Google will not set date for mobile-first index. Story 2. YouTube's testing a new search insights tool to help guide your content efforts. Story 3. TikTok's testing a new business registration option to confirm business information in the app. If you're ready, let's get into it. In our first story... As reported by Roger Monty of Search Engine Journal, Google will not set date for the mobile-first index. Google announced that the deadline for the switch to a completely mobile-first index has been canceled and there is currently no date for a final switchover. Postponing the final switch to a mobile-first index was done to accommodate the remaining websites that have not yet updated to a mobile-friendly version. Google Mobile-First Index the Google Mobile First Index was intended to be an index of web pages that are mobile friendly to be used for ranking purposes and for search related features like the snippets. The reason for moving to a mobile first index was to better serve the majority of Google search users who primarily use mobile devices to access Google. The problem Google was solving was the one of showing search results from websites whose desktop version that was indexed and varied significantly from the mobile versions shown to searchers on the mobile devices. The problem Google was solving was the one of showing search results from websites whose desktop version that was indexed varied significantly from the mobile version shown to searches on mobile devices. The original idea was to completely move website indexing and web page ranking to 100% mobile friendly documents and not use the content from the desktop versions for ranking and indexing. However, that goal has been set aside for the time being and the timeline according to Google is being left open ended. The date for the switchover to a fully mobile-first index was March 2021. However, that date came and went. Google cancels date for mobile-first switchover. A new blog post from Google, written by John Mueller, announced that the final date for a switch to a 100% mobile-first search index has been set aside, essentially canceling a launch target date for a switchover. The announcement stated, quote, After analyzing the sites that are not yet indexed mobile-first, We've determined that some of these sites are still not ready to be shifted over due to various unexpected challenges that they're facing. Because of these difficulties, we've decided to leave the timeline open for the last steps of mobile-first indexing. We thought that we could complete the move to mobile-first indexing by March 2021. However, we found that some sites were facing unexpectedly difficult challenges and we wanted to accommodate their timelines. We currently don't have a specific final date for the move to mobile-first indexing and want to be thoughtful about the remaining bigger steps in that direction. End quote. Google site indexing changes? Google's indexing has been in the news lately and a topic of concern and discussion on social media, with the perception being that Google's indexing has changed. The search marketing community has been concerned about search indexing for the past month, with many sharing that it has become increasingly difficult to have content indexed by Google, with search marketers from around the world sharing data that seemingly proves that Google is indexing less content. Bing announced a new crawling protocol called Index Now that promises major change to how web pages are discovered and indexed. Google subsequently announced that they will study if there are any benefits to adopting the new Index Now crawling and indexing protocol. Mobile first search index postponed. 
It appears that for now, Google does not currently have firm plans for switching over to a fully mobile search index. Google did not share statistics for how many sites have failed to develop a mobile-friendly web presence, but it must be a significant number for Google to resist leaving those websites behind in a move to a mobile-first index. If you'd like to get some more information, check out Roger's article in the show notes. All right, our next story. This one's reported by Andrew Hutchinson of Social Media Today. YouTube's working on a new insights feature for YouTube Studio, which will provide information on what people are searching for in the app both in relation to your channel and content specifically, and for more general search queries. Each element could be highly valuable for your content planning. Called Search Insights, the new feature currently in testing will eventually be available in your analytics slash research tab and will come with two separate tabs for query research. The first tab will provide a listing of what your channel viewers are searching for. For example, insights into what people who regularly review your content are also looking for on YouTube. The tab will provide insights into the key topics of interest among your viewers, along with the overall search volume of each and the amount of traffic that your channel has gleaned based on each query. You'll also note the content gap marker. YouTube's also adding the capacity to filter these listings based on search queries that don't return a high volume of matches. The idea here is that by highlighting these queries, creators will then be able to focus on creating content that aligns with searches that are not currently being served by the videos available in the app which could present new opportunities for your efforts. On the second tab, searches across YouTube, you'll be able to glean insight into the most common search queries based on any keyword. So if you wanted to know what the most common how-to searches are on the platform, you could enter how-to as a search term. Narrow the listing to the content gaps only, and the tool will then provide you with the list of some of the most search how-to terms that are not currently being served by directly aligned videos. In this query, using Chromebook as the keyword query, These are the most common Chromebook related searches that don't have a directly correlating YouTube video, which could highlight new opportunities for your approach. It could be a very valuable tool along similar lines to Google's Search Console and Google Trends, providing more insight into what's driving your YouTube channel traffic and how you can optimize your content efforts to align with these trends. But it's not live just yet. YouTube says that the new module is still in testing with an expanded rollout coming shortly. Definitely one to look forward to for YouTube marketers. If you'd like to get some more information, check out Andrew's article in the show notes. Our final story for today, this one's also brought to you by Andrew Hutchinson of Social Media Today. TikTok's taking the next steps in its growing e-commerce push with a new business registration option that will enable brands to list their business category on their profile, while also giving them early access to new business features. Shared by social media expert Matt Navarra, Some TikTok business profile managers are now able to access the new business registration option in their business suite settings. As TikTok explains, this is not the same as a verification badge in providing an extra level of assurance and authority about your business identity. But by registering your business through this process, which requires the user to enter various additional company details, you can then display your business category on your TikTok profile, which will provide another way for TikTok to both gather data about business users while also categorizing pages into different segments in the app. That could help in the next stage of his e-commerce listings by better highlighting different businesses and showcasing them to relevant users. It could also help to communicate what your business does and make it easier to drive purchase action from profile visitors. E-commerce is the next big step for TikTok. With short form video providing fewer ad placement opportunities, TikTok needs to provide alternate means of revenue generation for creators in order to keep them posting their clips. Instead of heading to YouTube or Instagram instead, which have more established revenue share systems. 
in-stream shopping has been the key avenue on this front for Douyin, the Chinese version of the app, which now generates the majority of its revenue from direct purchases in-app. TikTok's looking to follow suit with the expansion of its e-commerce listings, as well as the live stream shopping, Shopify integration, and various other commerce-related projects now well in the works for the rising video app. Business registration is a lesser element in this respect, but the option to share your business category adds an extra level of authority to your in-app presence, which also better communicate your offerings to users. If you'd like to get some more information, definitely check out Andrew's article in the show notes. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve Tapa style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.